Hey everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome to today's message. So glad you could stop by. I don't know what you were doing. Maybe you were buying a new Tesla. Maybe you were blow drying your hair. I don't know. But whatever you were doing, you stopped it and now you're here. And uh, let's just pray the Holy Spirit's going to do something cool. And um, you could have been blow drying your hair in a Tesla. I mean, they got so much tech in that. They probably got one built in. But that's not relevant. Uh, what is relevant is that you need to subscribe if you're hearing this. So subscribe. If you're on the podcast version, hit subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. Hit the notification button so I can interrupt your piece on a regular basis. And um, there should be something free here. I haven't worked out what it is yet at the time of recording, but I usually put a link somewhere here on YouTube. There'll be a link uh, on the podcast somewhere. Something free. I want to give you something. So do that. Uh, and what else? Um that's it. Let's do it. Let's jump in. Today we're going to do a great quote from someone you may have heard of. It's a guy called Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, heard of him? Good. Well, we're going to talk about him today. Let's do it. I have been driven many times upon my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My own wisdom and that of all about me seemed insufficient for that day. What do we say at this point? Boom. We say boom because it's just like a giant of history, an absolutely central figure in the great annals of the human story, telling us that despite his extraordinary life and incredible sufferings and hardships that he lived through, despite his intellect and despite having a cabinet of incredible people, he constantly encountered his incapacity. And the complexity that surrounded him was so vast and the stakes so high that he found himself driven upon his knees. It's going to be a short, short message today because it's so simple. The challenges that face us in culture, pick any day of the week. Like at the moment, at the time of recording this, I don't know when you'll be watching it, but you know... There's huge stuff happening in the U.S. Supreme Court around Roe v. Wade. Russia and Ukraine are still fighting. COVID's still running around the world. So I don't know when you're going to see this, but it's not like we're running out of problems, is it? <laughs> it's not like it's not like we're all sitting around going, "Well, things are pretty quiet around this planet right now. We could certainly do with some entertainment." There's just so much happening, right? So much complexity. And social media stuff, right, is like this endless wave of just anger and aggression and this perspective and that perspective and this opinion and that opinion. Here's the thought. Let's just get on our knees. <laughs> Let's just get on our knees. I want to tell you the truth. For years I've been praying. Every morning around about 4 a.m. I get up and pray the divine office. I do a couple of novenas. I pray the rosary. And I'm interceding for people. And I'm telling you this, not because I want to impress you, but because I was never into intercessory prayer. I was never some. I was like, you know, dear God, look after this person. Dear God, help my team to win the grand final. But only in the last decade have I really begun to pray for people and press into prayer. Why? Because I am convinced that we have an enemy. His name is the devil. He is prowling like a roaring lion looking for souls to devour. There is darkness in the world. There is evil. There is great wickedness. There is an enemy. There is a sentient being dedicated to the destruction of human life, to souls, to depriving God of his kids in heaven for eternity. And what I figured out is that I just need to pray into it. 
I need to beg for grace. I need to go to Mass as often as I can. I need to pray and intercede and pray and intercede. And I just want to tell you this. I don't know what the rest of my life is going to look like, but I can tell you that in the last few years, I have felt a change. And I think that change has come by the grace that was given to me just to turn up. Right? So the grace that was given to me wasn't the grace to be super holy. The grace that has been given to me wasn't the grace to like have profound insight into the nature of reality. The grace that's been given to me is the grace to just keep turning up. So no matter how I feel, I just keep praying. I just keep praying into the circumstances. I keep praying into the intercessory needs of my kids and Karen, my family and you. So like Lincoln, it's like I just figured out that the problems are too big. I just they're too big. So why don't you start praying for your students? Every morning, get a rosary before you go to school. Just a thought. Some of you won't want to do it. I get it. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever whatever the Spirit moves you to do. Begin to pray for them. I mean, think about it, right? The Scripture is really clear. It is a spiritual battle. It is hand-to-hand spiritual combat. It's a real thing. What do you think Satan's plan is for every single student in your class? I'll tell you, it's misery. It's misery. It's broken relationships. It's self-harm. It's self-hatred. It's, it's despair and depression and anxiety and, and, and eating disorders. It's all of it, right? That, that's what it is. Now, you're not responsible for all of that. It is not on you. But what have you began to press into the battle? Just that class, not not every school. You don't have to pray for every kid in the world. You can if you want, but you get the point. You just got to start pressing into what's in front of you in the spiritual battle. I don't know how I got onto this. I got onto it because Lincoln figured it out too. I mean, what do you think Satan's plan was for slavery? You know, do you know why they call him? You know, we, we talk about Satan and evil being diabolical because diabolical comes from the Greek diabolene, which means to rip apart, to tear apart. He is into destroying. Why was there a civil war? Because it was a ripping and a tearing and a fracturing. And then you get a figure like Lincoln, who in all his own imperfections, tells us that the evil and the problems were so vast that he found himself constantly on his knees. All right, you okay? (laughs) I hope you're all right. But I wanted to tell you that because I I just think there's so many issues we face that are so big and so complex and so loaded and so full of animosity and rage that probably the best thing we can do is to pray and then to pray for our kids. All right, we're done. That's a heavy one. Tomorrow I'm going to make it unicorns and rainbows, I promise. Please make sure you've subscribed. Share this with some people. Grab the free link to whatever's free. And I'm going to have another message for you tomorrow.